And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's marvelous, monumental, most fascinating, massively mind-bending Monday as we join our hearts and minds as one, drawing closer to the King of Kings and glorifying his name first as we head towards the end of the Job Kvetch Fest. I just want to say how proud I am of everybody for enduring with me as we have gone through this. We are here in Chapter 24, nailing down a pretty amazing principle, this principle of challenging God's wisdom, which most Christians do on a regular basis without calling it challenging God's wisdom. We often speak as if we could do better or do do it differently than God. What Job teaches us is not so much. Next, I want to take a moment in this section to talk about spiritual warfare because it's a classic statement from Job about evil people moving boundary markers. This is exactly correct in the world and in the worldly and in the flesh and in the fleshly, but even more so true in the demonic and with Satan himself. There's a lot of stealing going on, a lot of lying going on, a lot of cheating going on, and a lot of moving the boundaries. Even for what's now acceptable in society, moving the boundaries has a satanic origin. And finally, we take a gander back to the beginning of Genesis. We understand there's a distinction in Genesis between light and darkness. Light is good. Jesus is the light of the world, but mankind chose darkness because of the rebellious nature that's in us. As distinct as light and dark are, the distinction is being made by God even now between believers and unbelievers. That has always been the case regarding those who are sanctified, holy, and set apart. It can be summed up as being distinctive from the rest of the world. That's what makes you and I God's property. And that, my friends, is who you are. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Yikes. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey, so much more. How much more? A lot. Just a lot more. Just keep in mind, it's not professional radio. It's just radio. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. Double-checking my very fancy About to Die Chromebook. It is still working. Praise the Lord. So you can email me, david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us. What? You can call the show and talk? 
Yeah, if you want to. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that phone call, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite! Talking to Dynamite D is like getting an email or a text from some unexpected source encouraging you. That's always a good thing, Dave. That's so nice Pretty when cool. you get an email or you get a text, hey, just think of you, Lord bless you, blah, blah, blah. blah. So nice. Better that's, than getting the other kind of text. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I get those too. <laughs> Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is that's what it's like talking to Dynamite D. So that's why you got to give a call. So here's what we're going to encourage you. Maybe you've got a praise report. Maybe you've got a prayer request. Possibly a question, an opinion, a comment, a thought. It's not a kvetch fest, as we're going to see as Job and his friends keep doing kvetch fests. And what is a kvetch fest? That means everybody gets together and whines and complains. And there's not enough cheese for everybody to do enough whining like that. Here's the mind of that process. Speak a word of life. Encourage people. Even if it's a prayer request, hey, let's join our faith together and let's petition the kingdom of God and ask God to intercede and pray in the name of Jesus and ask the power of the Holy Spirit to come and touch. I mean, that's what we want to do. We are blood relatives. We have the same dad. We drink of the same Holy Spirit. Let's do it that way. Instead of worrying about denominations, let's, let's concentrate on pleasing the Lord and being about his will. So you can do that by reaching out to us in any of those ways. Plus, we also do this fun thing called trivia. And trivia is fun because it makes you think and gets you going. Here is a pretty – this is pretty easy, folks. To whom did Jesus say – to whom did Jesus say, get behind me, Satan? Who did he say that to? Who did he say that to? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us, 972 Four four five zero seven seven zero. You can also text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three. As well, you can send an email David at he must increase dot org. I would love to, and I'm going to encourage you. Please be praying for the audience. We need to be praying for physical, emotional, and mental healing. Some people need physical healing. And the Lord heals people physically. Some people need mental healing. They've been really wounded in their thought processes, in their minds. The enemy kind of plants something in there, some kind of lie, and they need healing from that. They need the Lord to set them free. Some people have that struggle that we just mentioned, but it's emotional. It's in their heart. There's like a dagger in their heart. And they've been hurt. I've been hurt. Most of you have been hurt. And it's harder for others, some compared to others, to get over or to get past that or to be healed from that. So you want to be praying for one another for physical, emotional, and mental healing so that you carry each other's burdens and love each other the way that Jesus intended us to do. Okay? All right. Why I made that such an emphasis, but well, that's, that's good though. Yeah. All right. So we got somebody ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, brother Stan, David. Hi, brother. How are you? I can't complain at all. The yeah. Lord is blessing. 
Amen. And you know, for a complaining point of view, that didn't really work well for the children of Israel. <laughs> no, I can't complain. Yeah, you know, I often wonder how would it be if my shoes never wore out or my clothes never wore out. Amen, you know, brother. You know, Amen. We get so spoiled in America that we don't see the true blessings that God has put upon us, even through the problems and troubles and trials. I appreciate my Lord. Amen. Amen. Well said. And that's exactly how we need to have. That's the attitude we need to have, because the truth is, the wor- in the worst case scenario, the testing of our faith produces gold in the kingdom of God. It's like, how bad is that? It shows that the faith is genuine, Amen. it's real, and it endures. It's like, that's a good thing, right? I had to learn that. It's not, you know, people, we have to learn. We're just so spoiled here in America. Yeah, but anyway, I like to answer the trivia question. Okay, here we go. I'll set you up, and you it's give really me the answer. It's really easy too. It was, it was uh, he told that to Uncle De- Uncle Peter. Uncle Peter, I like it. I like it. He said, get behind me. Say, now, one of my favorite things, and I've talked about this on the show before, is, see, just prior, just after, or prior to that, that's when Jesus said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And so, you know, he was feeling pretty pretty good when Jesus goes, whoa, right, you are. And then from there, you get a little puffy head. And so he went from the throne room to the, kind of like the bathroom, uh, like in just like one little episode and so that's what pride does it puts you in the wrong place so excellent job brother very very good work bless you all we enjoy your show when i can and i mean that all be right. blessed all right god bless you bye bye all right excellent job there we go all right so let's go back into this show remember and job we're doing some skipping around and again i do appreciate you guys hanging in there because it's not this is not the easiest you dive into this one it's 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 easier to dive into the Gospels because Jesus is always doing cool stuff. This is four guys, and we have spent, let's just be honest, we've spent chapter 3 till thus far. Actually, we're in like in chapter 25. Yeah, we're still in 24, but 24, 25, 26. It, it, it's all those chapters. They're just whining. <laughs> it's like all, all four of them. What are they doing? They're just whining. They're whining. It's like, well, this is why people don't read this. But in the midst of that, there are some gems that you just cannot miss. Just just one of those important things. So let's start off with that, and I'll get on my little uh, soapbox and go from there. Uh, Chapter 24, verse 1. Why doesn't the Almighty open the court and bring judgment? Why Why must the godly wait for him in vain? Evil people steal land by moving the boundary markers. They steal flocks of sheep, and they even take donkeys from the poor and the fatherless. Okay, I just want you to stop there. That's not, that's, all of that's true. But that's not what I want you to miss, or that's not what I want you to catch. What I want you to catch is people steal by moving boundary markers, by moving border lines, by moving lines. Now, first and foremost, what do we know for sure? That Satan is a thief. Know that? You know that. You know that when your joy was stolen, it wasn't all, it's not always stolen because of normal circumstances. Sometimes the enemy has coordinated something. Jesus said something very amazing in one of the parables he taught when he was talking about how there were the bad seed. Jesus said in the parable, an enemy has done this. Hey, there are times in your life, listen to this, where an enemy has done this. I met with this guy one time by accident. I'll just, I'm not even going to tell you the whole story, but it's very, very miraculous. And anyway, we were talking, we started to discuss things. 
And I said, yeah, I've gone through a tough time, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you know, he said, we win the war, but there's skirmishes and battles from time to time that you get cut in. And it was just like, that's so true. And we want to just say, well, it's, you know, the Lord has done this or I've done this. Hey, sometimes Satan sneaks one in there and an enemy does it. And instead of trying to affix blame to all the people involved or blaming God, which is probably the second dumbest thing uh, that you can do. The first dumbest thing is not being thankful. (laughs) The second dumbest thing is them blaming God. And so uh, here's this interesting line about evil people stealing land. And all you have to do is look at society. Ready? I'll just say it right now. The entire woke movement, demonic, every part of it. What are they doing? They're stealing land. They're changing the definition of a man and a woman, telling God he doesn't know how to create, telling people that when they're nine years old, they can just choose to be somebody else. Oh, I choose to be the government. Give me all your money. I mean, it's just like so stupid. And so what I'm trying to tell you is that they're moving the boundary markers, and you can see them doing it because here it's marriage is this, now marriage is this, now marriage is this, and now, well, we don't even know what a man and woman is anymore. And by the way, we got lawyers for plants and trees because, you know, they need to be represented. <laughs> what? What? So what I want people to hear is that this comes from the enemy. Now, does the enemy use people to do it? Of course, right? Of course he does. But you need to understand this. And this is, I read this in the beginning. I want to read it again because of how true it is. There is spiritual warfare taking place. And this is a classic statement about evil people moving the boundary markers. It's exactly correct in the world and the worldly and the flesh and the fleshly, but even more true with demons and with Satan himself. There's a lot of stealing going on. There's a lot of lying going on. There's a lot of cheating going on. There's a lot of moving the boundaries. Even now, what is acceptable in society, the boundaries have been moved. And it all has a satanic origin because he, Satan, is a thief and a murderer. And it's just thinking, wow. I mean, some of this really weird, bizarro, nutty, cuckoo, over-the-top stuff really coming from Satan? Yes, and willing and accomplicing pawns who are used by him to bring about evil and unrighteousness. People are like, well, that's mean, tough. Because as much as I could say it from this radio station, there's coming a day where the judgment seat of God will make it absolutely clear and there will be no no negotiating none it'll be over okay all right take our break and then come back you're listening to the david spoon experience right here on kaam 770 the truth station here in texas short break we'll be back don't go anywhere Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. 
Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with CalPunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. Hot Topics. Pointing out inconsistencies is not disparaging. It's just the truth. Number two, our job as in church discipline is where you can't judge those that are outside the church. Number three, uh, the people we were talking about were Christians anyway. Number four, you think this is bad. Wait, this just gets worse and worse, people. Regarding Paul's statement of speaking evil of leaders being inappropriate, the context is also critical and can be misapplied. Now, how many times I told you, watch out for bad Bible brains. The David Spoon Experience. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Now, we're going to do a trivia question, and I am encouraging you to make sure that you have at least a reference point or some kind of point in your life where you've read... Revelation 12, because here is the question. Who who forced Satan out of heaven? Who forced Satan out of heaven, according to Revelation 12? There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Who, 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 it's like, a, it's like an owl. Who, who, who forced Satan out of heaven according to Revelation 12. Okay, there's that big, ooh, there's something in there that we need to be aware of. Yes. 
Okay? All right. We've got so much material to, to try and cover today. I do need you guys to be praying for, so you guys know we were praying for September, and September is going through uh, kind of a chemo process. Uh, uh, but she's doing it instead of going through the radiation like they normally do. There's these pills, but the pills kind of do the same thing that the radiation does. I mean, you know, some medicine's unbelievable, right? But still impacting her. And they just found out that uh, Glenn may have prostate cancer. So they've just got to, you know, they're just going through the mill. And so we just really want to be in prayer for them. So this is uh, September is Noel's sister, and they are just like buds, like inseparable. So September and Glenn, they just need your prayers. And I forgot to mention that earlier. So please, please be in prayer for them. Okay, got that. Got the trivia question. So I want to make sure everybody knows and kind of getting according to Revelation 12. Okay, notice notice how I said that. Okay, just want to According to Revelation 12, who forced who forced Satan to exit stage earth? <laughs> exit exit stage stage earth. You're looking at verse 7 and 8 and 9. That's what you're looking at. That's a lot there, too. Yeah. I took a glance at that. That's wow. And see how much stuff we got going on. This is an enemy. Okay. Now, I want to go back to, because we have to go back to, one thing that, that Dee brought up is a really important point, because we talk in between the, the segments, and that is people don't realize that people are used by the enemy on a, on a pretty regular basis. They're, unfortunately, vehicles of the enemy. And so this important thing that I'm trying to communicate is that the thief is trying to take ground and what happens and what we need the gift of discernment for more than anything is most of the time we just think it's people being schnooky people we're just like oh this guy's bad or this girl's terrible right i mean we just get into that process right well ephesians six ten says a final word be strong in the lord's mighty power put on all of god's armor so you may be able to stand firm against all the strategies and tricks of the devil for we're not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against the evil rulers and authorities of unseen worlds and against those with mighty powers and darkness who rule this world and against wicked spirits in heavenly realms. It's not that people are not involved. That's not what Paul's saying at all. It's at the core. What is going on in some of this spiritual warfare stuff? And that is some of these people are end up being agents or agencies for the enemy. And so one of the most important things to recognize, and here's how you can really understand it, is you are an agent or an agency for the Lord, right? You proclaim the gospel. You pray with somebody. You encourage somebody. You encourage them to pray, to seek, to turn to Jesus. You are being an agent for, for the Lord. It comes from the Father, through the Son, and by the Spirit, but you're being one of the vehicles that's used. Well, that's not different than how the enemy does it. This, why would you think it's any different? And so most of the time, you know, when you're, it's cool that you get to participate and so on and so forth, but you know where the real source when you're sharing gospel kingdom principles really comes from, it comes from the Lord. Well, when some of these thieveries take place and some of these robberies and some of these evil things and some of these hurts take place, people are involved. But guess what? It comes from Satan. It comes from the dark side. It comes from spirits who are, you know, connected with Satan at levels you couldn't even imagine and don't want to imagine. 
So why I'm saying that is for you to heighten the awareness. When you're praying, you know, people, they always talk about these things. It's like it's a basic fundamental misunderstanding of what's going on in, in life right now. This is not about everybody trying to save the earth. This is not about everybody trying to find some equal plane. I can tell you right now, this whole equality mentality, not just between men and women, but just between the entire world. Did you know that that's exactly what Adam and Eve wanted? Everything was fine except what did Satan say? Well, you know, you eat this fruit, you'll be like God. It's like equality with God. Oh, I'm going to eat the fruit. It's like, yeah, that turned out great, didn't it? My point is simply this. Warfare is taking place on a regular basis, and we need to see it at all levels. And the only real answer for spiritual warfare is not Christians being arrogant but knowing how to pray because you won't cast anything out of anybody apart from God ever, period. Don't tell me, I can do it. Yeah, that's what those uh, Jewish rabbis thought when they tried to get the sons of Sceva, and then the sons of Sceva just, I'm sorry, the sons of Sceva were the ones trying to cast the spirit out, and the spirit just beat them up. (laughs) It's like, bad, bad idea, bad, bad, bad. Your power is when you are in your most humble and lowest position before the Lord. Let the Lord do it. Remember, the battle is the Lord's. So you start to recognize, you know what? You know what? Satan's been taking advantage. You know what, Lord? Please open my eyes so I can see what's going on, so I know how to pray, pray the right prayer, and ask you instead of just sitting there moping and taking all the feelings when Satan is trying to steal stuff from me. That's important. Go ahead. You know, David, it made me think about uh, in the book of Daniel when, when the angel, when they said, when you set your face to pray, but the angel was like, it's warfare going on. And and, and God ministered to, to me with that because sometimes you can you can be really into yourself wondering, but sometimes it's spiritual warfare. Exactly. You and think that, it's something else. It's, it's literally that that you're dealing with. And that is an excellent example. It's like that, that Daniel, Daniel's a pretty insightful guy. He had not a clue. Even this story in Job, Job, not a clue, which is like amazing. Like you didn't know it all. You had, you didn't, you didn't mean suspicious a little. Like maybe something else is going on around here. Hey, guess what? Something is. Wow. Okay, you got that. And that's part of the spiritual world. That's the moving the lines, and that's a big deal because back in the day, if you moved the lines, you could be executed. But okay, we'll just move on from there. Let's uh, finish with the uh, the trivia question, and then we'll take our break because I'm so far away from the. What I was going to teach doesn't really matter. Uh, the question is, who threw Satan out of heaven? And the answer is Michael, the archangel. Just look at Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, 8, 9. Satan was forced out because him and his angels lost against Michael and his angels. And I'm just going to make this really clear. God didn't even get up. He didn't have to. It's amazing how that coincides with what we're talking about in a way. Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? All right. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. It's Brother Stan. Hey, Brother Stan. How are you, brother? We mentioned you a little bit earlier. I want people to keep on praying for you. How are you doing, and how's your wife? Well, I want to answer the trivia question and give a praise report. Oh, okay. So let's do the trivia question first, 
And uh, there's a little leeway in this one statement because it has like three different really practical responses. Yeah. But let's let's just go with the ones on your heart. What kind of well, giver does God love? What kind of giver? Cheerful or happy. That is Gorectamundo! Cheerful, happy, generous, great-spirited. Any of those will work. But God responds people that say, here it is. Praise the Lord. I'm glad to give it. Not people that go, I got a five. I think I can squeeze that out. That's not what the Lord wants. That's not the right kind of offering for God. We don't do stuff like that. That's bad, right? We do it with the right heart and the right spirit, right? That's right. All right. Give me an update. Give me an update. Update. Wife's out of hospital. Change woman, high in spirit, high in uh, praise, high in energy. The Lord is just a God, and I appreciate Him. In uh, the witness of all the radio audience and you, Brother Dave, and everybody at the radio station, my God answers prayer because it was heavy on my heart on how my God, my, how my wife would behave after being released from the hospital. She is in wonderful spirits, and it's just a a, a, a great thing that that God has done for me because I had a lot of things weighing on me, you know, things that she used to do, paying the bills and all of that, that had to be on me, which I, I, I take that, you know, I get that. The vow said better work, she can help, rich and poor. And so I'm proud of myself because I've done what I could to step in for my wife who was missing for those, uh, for those short weeks. And she's a sweetheart. She's changed. God has, answered our prayer hallelujah brother wow that is just a, a fantastic testimony I, it, it, everybody who's listening should recognize and then we shoot this off to gary right now who's got his issue going on with his wife sheila it's like listen god does stuff let's keep pushing hang until there, something gary. happens that's right yes. what a great I'm testimony listen but gary now i'm praying for you and everybody else the saints prayers are will be answered that's God right. God does answer prayer of his people, his children. I love y'all. Be blessed. All right. God bless you, brother. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're already an hour deep. What happened? What happened? This is amazing. I love this stuff. All right. Uh, oh, we got to do our trivia question. Uh, so let's do our trivia question. Okay, this is a good one. True or false? So that gives you a 50-50. That's not bad, right? Paul handed over Himenaeus, him Himenaeus, Paul handed over Himenaeus to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme. True or false? Wow. Paul handed over Satan, uh, Paul handed over to Satan, Himenaeus, so he can be taught not to blaspheme. That doesn't mean he drove him up in a cab and pulled him out of the cab and go, here you go. Okay, but true or false? Okay, there you go. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at org. We're also going to send you up to the website. 
on the website. Don't forget the speaking event, ambassador updates. There are free apps there. There's a free book on there. Pretty soon we'll put a kitchen sink on there, and you can have the kitchen sink too. Uh, Check it out. Plus, if you're going to give, we would greatly appreciate it. I'll just leave it there. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that probably Dynamite D does not know where that is from. Is that correct? Not the Pinky and the Brain? The, no. Okay. The well, movie. It's they, a movie, they, though. They so borrowed yeah. that, but no, but they, they, that's from the Pink Panther. Oh, that is right. Yeah. yeah Pink I think, yeah, Panther. I, that sounds familiar. Yep. Come on. You guys out there in the radio land should be like going, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that. Okay. Jennifer is a genius. Instead of calling her Super Jen, we'll just start calling her Genius Jen. <laughs> I mean, that is something. That is just amazing. Uh, trivia question. Paul, true or false, Paul handed over to Satan, him and Naeus, to be taught not to blaspheme. True or false? If you want to double check it, you probably want to go to 1 Timothy chapter 1. That might help you. And then we are going to do our history because it's too much for me to... Print the history and then not share it. <laughs> so this, this really, that's one of the problems. First, let me tell you how you can get a hold of us, and then you can figure out, uh, we'll go from there. 972-445-0770 is the number to call. That's 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483. Or send an email, David, at he must increase dot org. Okay, uh, let's do our history. Let's go living in the past. Let's go living in the past. All right, we got somebody calling in, which will probably means they'll answer the trivia question. Now, I want you guys to know, I'm not teaching any of this stuff because I'm trying to be a meanie. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like spiritual warfare. This is what we go through. And there are some people out there that are listening, and you're like, well, you know, I just I just want to call to listen to be encouraged. Well, the Lord encourages us in many ways, and some of those ways is to challenge us to heighten our awareness of the things that are going on in the visible and in the invisible. So that's one of the reasons I think the Lord's leaning that way, and I just know that the Lord's working for some people to try and help them get through. Okay? All right. Uh, here's the, <laughs> we always get to this on May 15th. We've got a caller, tell them to wait, and we'll do our history, and then we'll we'll bring to them. Today is National Bike to Work Day. Which, That'll be four for yeah. you, David. <laughs> yeah, let me, I'm going to start on uh, Saturday. <laughs> I should be here right in time for Tuesday's show. 
Anyway, it's also National Chocolate Chip Day, which is like, Yum. okay, I mean, come on, right? National Pizza Party Day, not just pizza, but pizza party. Uh, don't forget, by the way, to be hoping for the stars, unless you're just not a hockey fan. Uh, and then today is na- today is National Sliders Day, and that's an event that was actually created by White Castle Restaurant because of sliders. the sliders. Yes, so you know. to, and now sliders are everywhere, right? Everybody's, we got sliders, we got sliders. Yeah, but they have them first, let's be honest. Uh, 1928. Wow. 95 years ago today, the first appearances of Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Wow. 1940, first McDonald's opened up in San Bernardino, San Bernardino, California. And then 1987, and this is a debate, but I really support this because I'm aware of this. Worst movie ever made, Ishtar. Ishtar. Uh, 1987 became synonymous with box office slop, uh, a flop. It was Warren Beatty and Dustin Hoffman in what was probably the dis- just net, Don't even ask me what it's about. It's about a waste of money. No uh, idea. And you know what? You should just praise God for it. All right, let's send the person through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Brother Jeray Williams. Hello, brother. How are you? I'm blessed. How are you today, sir? I am fantastic. I am doing great. I, I worked out a little harder than it was supposed to yesterday, and my wife is a little mad at me, but uh, I think over time she'll forget. <laughs> That's what I'm going <laughs> for. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. It's a true or false. Paul, this is true or false. Paul, did Paul hand over to Satan, Hymenaeus, to be taught not to blasphemy? Is that true or false? That's true. You are correct, Armando! That is right. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 20. And people don't, I think they kind of misunderstand. It's like he didn't drive him up there in a cab and go, here, here, Satan, here's the guy. He pulled him out of the coverage of the church, protection of the church. People don't realize God protects his people. And so he was, he was yanked out of that situation. And how that ultimately ended up is kind of a questionable and the heritage of things. But he did it. And it's like, he's out. See ya. No fellowship with this guy. And that was the end of that. Right. So, wow. Excellent job. Right. Did you know right away? Did you know it right uh, away? Oh, yes. I knew it. All right. Good job. An excellent call. And you call in any time on any question, okay? All right. Thank you. All right. God bless you, bro. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Great, great job. And that's a tough one, huh? A lot of people are like going, what? What is that? What? What? Yeah, we'll teach on it later. <laughs> I'm busy. Okay. Here we go. Actually, I did teach on it like about uh, eight weeks ago, but that's right. Okay. Here's, you just want it to be, you know. Grace, 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 grace. I, I like that too. But there's times where you have to understand why grace is important. Here would be one of those. This is Job. Remember, we're skipping around a little. Job chapter 24, verse 11. Wicked people rebel against the light. Ouch. What is that? What do you mean, wicked people rebel against the light? This is Job is making this reference. He's getting close to his last speech, which is just like two chapters away or a chapter and a half away. And he's like, he's making a count. Wicked people rebel against the light. So let's understand what we're talking about. Light and darkness go back to Genesis. I mean, that's not, everybody knows that. 
light is good, right? Jesus is the light of the world. Okay, cool. But in the Gospel of John chapter 1, it says that mankind chose darkness. And so from the very beginning, there's been this distinction between light and darkness, light and darkness. And this light and darkness distinction is pretty, it gets more and more clear. And I think most people are seeing it. People are thinking it's a political divide right now in our country and in different places. I think it's much bigger than a political divide. I think God is separate. And I think in the framework of politics, that's fine. Polly being many and ticks being blood-sucking insects. I think it's important to understand this that God is making distinctions. And that's between those who are of light and those who are of darkness. And you can have a lot of people that are senos. Now, what's a seno? Christian in name only. They're not really Christians. Just like you have rhinos, Republican name. Same thing. Everything is the same. Just like you have demos, which is the same thing. Democrats in name only. It's like the whole, it's or dinos. It's the same thing. Okay? Here's the, the issue. Light and darkness are what distinguish, and people that rebel against the Lord are in darkness. This, that, that, again, not rocket science. They have an opportunity to jump on the, the lifeboat named Jesus. But apart from that, the whole world is going to hell because it's in rebellion against God. Here's the thing I want you to get. Because you are responsive to God, I'm not saying that because you do that perfectly, because I'm not responsive per- perfectly. I haven't met too many people that are. Some people do a pretty good job, but but we're responsive to the Lord. We're part of the light. We're part of the people that want to respond to the Lord. We want to do the right thing before the Lord. But But people, wicked people, choose darkness. So I want to read something to you from Proverbs to give you a little bit of understanding of why this is going to come to the point where that's enough. Ready? This is Proverbs chapter 1. Just bear with me. Wisdom shouts out in the street. She cries out in the public square. She calls out to the crowds along the main street and to those in front of City Hall. You simpletons, she cries, how long will you go on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools fight the facts? Come here and listen. I'll pour out the spirit of wisdom upon you and make you wise. I called you so often, but you didn't come. I reached out to you, but you paid no attention. You ignored my advice and rejected the correction I offered. So I will laugh when you are in trouble. I will mock you when disaster overtakes you, when calamity overtakes you like a storm, when you're engulfed by trouble, and when you anguish and distress and are overwhelmed. I will not answer, even though they anxiously search for me. They will not find me, for they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. There comes a point where people are not responsive to God, and that's it. And that's the difference between light and darkness. And wicked people rebel against the light. And the Lord tries to pour his light. He sends prophets. He, he convicts. He, the Holy Spirit judges people in regards to sin. There's all these things that take place that the Lord brings into a person's life. And people that are responsive and yield will 
move towards the light. And people who are more defiant and more rebellious will continue to go down that road if they do not repent. And there comes a point where there is no more. And you think, when is that? Well, this I know for sure. For every single human being on this earth, it is a heck of a lot closer today than it was yesterday. It could be by the end of this sentence. It could be much longer. But there comes a point where that's it. The scripture says in verse 16, they are not acquainted with the light. That's what we need to be praying, that people who are in darkness see the light. Because if they stay in darkness, they might end up eternally staying in darkness. And that ain't good, right? You shouldn't be happy about that for anybody. Okay? All right. Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. With his special guest today, focus on the family trauma specialist, Tim Sanford. People, as they try to sort this out, they, they, they go through this, uh, they, they go through maybe a litany or a list in their mind and try to evaluate, well, you know, is this this and is this this? And, and what you said right there is the key, that the core of our strength, the core of our ability to, to go on yet for another day in the midst of what we would consider to be uh, chaos, both uh, socially, politically, and, and in other realms, is the Lord. I mean, the Lord gives us the ability. I mean, until he blows that trumpet, we are not done. Exactly, and that's where we come back to, people ask me, well, again, the why, why, why questions that people all across the U.S. are asking. And my best theological, accurate answer I can give them is, I don't know. I don't stop there. That is an accurate answer. I finish my answer then by saying, here's what I do know. I know that God is still on his throne. I know that God knew what was going on. 
I don't know why he no I don't know why that here's what I do know God is a still a loving God he still is in charge here's what I do know here's what I do know here's what I do know The David Spoon experience and if you can't outside, you'll have to face a penalty and Oh welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Everybody ought to get this last trivia question. I'm just going to ask it real quick. Give everybody a chance. Ready? What book? Okay, so it's 1 in 66. And the answer is in the New Testament. What book mentions the angel of the bottomless pit? What book mentions the angel of the bottomless pit? Now, I want to say Joanne and Cordelia have got four pow-pows today. Three pow-pows, sorry. Three pow-pows today, but that is really strong. Uh, just so you can know, his, the, the name of the uh, angel mentions the angel in the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon and in Greek Apollyon. Where do you, where do you think that's going to be in the New Testament? That's right. That's where it's going to be. In your brain, you went. You had an answer. That would be the answer. 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. All right. Now, I've got this last section, but I do have a couple of jokes and I have to tell them. Sorry. It's just, you know, it's one of those. These are, I'm just going to do three of them. They are all excellent. <laughs> how's, that? how's that for an attitude? Boy, that's an attitude. This is a Monday here. Somebody's calling in. We're going to give them a chance, by the way. We're going to give them a chance because I want you to know. I, I wanted them to answer the question. And then I'm going to do these jokes. And you know what? They're funny. They're all really good. You can borrow them. You can steal them. You can sell them. You can do whatever you want with them. They're very short. They're very funny. That is my opinion. <laughs> and if you don't understand what this means, I'll never be able to help you. Two Jews, three opinions. Okay? That's, that's all you got to see. See how you got to remember that? All right. Let's send the person through. Let's do it. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Gina. Hi, Gina. How are you? I'm good. Okay. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. All right, you ready for this? This is a this is a classic question. I'm just going to lay it out before you. The answer we know is in the New Testament, but the question is where. What book mentions the angel of the bottomless pit? Jude. Okay. One more after that would be what? Because the Hebrew's name is Abaddon and Greek is Apollyon. What's the next book over? Oh, I missed it. I thought it was Jude. Okay, Revelation. That is correct, Amado! <laughs> I thought it was Jude. I didn't go through it. I thought it was Jude. Okay. That's all right. And that's why I should have added the <laughs> Abaddon and the Apollyon. There's Revelation 9, uh, 11, which is uh, uh, the, where the reference is. And, uh, yeah, that's actually a really good guess, though. If you were going to not guess Revelation, that would be the next <laughs> book to pick. Because it'd be like, yeah, because that, that's with all the other stuff with Moses and everything, and 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 the body, the bones of Moses, and the dispute with Michael the archangel. Excellent job, though. You right there. You got it. So okay. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Call anytime. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. All right. Three quick jokes, and then we'll finish the teaching. Ready? Okay. 
Now, what did I say? I told you these were great jokes. All right, here's the first one. What do you call a fake noodle? An impasta. <laughs> Come on, an impasta. Come on, man. Come on. All right, ready? All right. Listen to this one. What did the green grape say to the purple grape? Breathe, man. Breathe. You see, because he's turning purple. If you're not laughing at these, I, I feel sorry. Check your pulse. This is hilarious. Have you ever heard? No, I need an answer for this one, D. Have you ever heard about Murphy's Law? You've heard Murphy's not Law? As, I've heard about it. Okay, okay, okay. So, so then you've heard of Murphy's Law. You've heard it. You know what it is, but you know, you've yep. heard it, right? All right. Uh, any, the law is anything can go wrong. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong, right? It's a humorous thing, right? How about Cole's Law? Haven't heard that one. Okay. Uh, it's Julian cabbage in a creamy dressing because it's coleslaw. Coleslaw! Okay. Come on! Okay. Coleslaw, coleslaw. Okay. I'll just laugh to myself on the way home. It's fine. Last part of our text, which uh, it's got a negative element, but I'm going to pull it up to the positive because of our application for it. So I want you to catch why I'm doing that. Uh, Job chapter 25, uh, chapter 24, verse 22. God in his power drags away the rich. They may rise high, but they have no assurance of life. They may be allowed to live in a temporary security, but God is always watching them. And though they're great now, in a moment they'll be gone like all the others, withered like heads of grain. The whole point of this text that Job is talking about is that people who are wicked, people that live their lives for money, people that are greedy, people that are, are just you know rebellious against God, they have no assurance and no stable security. One of the things that you have as a child of the Most High God is the promises that God has committed to you for you to prevail, for you to overcome, for you to succeed in eternity. Uh, it's very important that I said it that way. I don't want to hear about you succeeding with a Ferrari. I want to hear about you succeeding with the house that you're laying up treasure for. That's what Jesus wanted from us. And so we all, you know, you're looking for these, these senses of security. And then, we, in fact, we have a whole theological debate about eternal security and people arguing this and arguing this. There is no more secure place for you to be than in the lap of your heavenly Father. There is no safer place to be than in the hand of your heavenly Father. You must absolutely positively understand that that which surpasses everything else for your safety, for your security, for your steadfastness, for your peace, is God. Isn't it cool? Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. You ever wonder about that? Prince of Peace. You know what a prince does? A prince uses his authority to establish certain elements in the kingdom. That's what Jesus does. 
He's the Prince of Peace. And most people, the reason that they're knocking their heads against the wall is because they don't have peace. And it's like, ooh, guess what? Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And most of our fear and frustration, a lot of spiritual warfare involved, but most of it comes because we're not doing that great a job of the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Tell me everything you want. Give me all the stuff you want, all the theology you want. What was lost in the garden was restored by the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, uninterrupted fellowship with God. So with that in mind, we have this assurance or this security or this comfort that speaks to us and says, it don't matter. Well, I'm pretty sure it says, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. More. Wait, more? We're not just going to conquer. We're going to conquer and dance on streets of gold. We're going to conquer and we're going to be like, hey, I mean, I'll actually learn how to dance. I mean, this would be great. Hey, Dave, after a show like this, the audience, tell all this, continue to pray for everyone. Yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. We need to be praying for one another, taking care of one another, watching over one another, and enjoying God in the process. Oh, yeah. You get to do that. Really? Yeah. And for all eternity, right? Tough teaching, but good good stuff to, for us to know and to walk in, right? All right. All right, folks. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short wait, break, 22 and a half hours. Talk to you later. The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.